0: Heaven hi!
1: I'm so sorry. What for? You've let people down again by uh, breaking our streak of resuming the once-a-week recordings.
0: That was entirely your fault. This
1: is Rumdoings episode 267, podcast mm. at rumdoings.com, at rumdoings. And the topic today is, with all the worrying news, shouldn't there now be a vaping czar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Which is your favourite czar? Um, there wasn't actually a traffic cone czar, was there? Just a the hotline. That's true. There was an internet czar for a while, and then found out he didn't really know how to use the internet. Do you remember that?
0: The internet is is a, is uh, still beyond government's reach. <laughs> That's what's upsetting them. So, but they're they're, they're getting better at.
1: Uh, Destroying it and taking full control of its every minutia.
0: Good, because otherwise it's just, do you know what it is? It's a wild west. A cyber frontier that needs to be tamed. That's true, because otherwise, Nick, you're on the side of the paedophiles. Anything
1: goes and terrorists come. It's true. It's mm. true. It's funny, everything's happening the way I said it would. And remember what I said on the Rum Doings podcast? I said, eventually... I don't really listen when you talk. I said, here's what's going to happen. Eventually, there will be some sort of fudge that is kind of like May's bill, but even worse. And just because they will want to have done with it, the stupid, lazy and timorous MPs will just say, oh, okay then, because too many times I'm bored now
0: just get why can't they just get on with just it
1: Get on with it.
0: why can't they just get on with it nick
1: i think what this is is a very useful learning moment for anybody who wants to see a fallacy in action the whole idea that just because something hasn't been achieved you should choose anything to give it the simulcrum of achievement this this whole uh, notion that um Because you haven't been able to find an equitable solution, any solution will eventually do. And this happens Mm -hmm. so often in politics. And I want people to look at it very clearly with with eyes open wide because this is one of those examples where it's it's laid bare. There is nothing different or excellent or adapted in the horrific Johnson Brexit bill that is any better really than Mays. However, people got bored. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. As I said, and now the fudge is on the railway
0: track and it'll happen. I want all my learning moments to be seeing a phallus in action. Mm, Well, yes, they generally are. But uh, Which, interestingly for me, also ends with a fudge on a railway track. (sighs) Uh, You watched it live yesterday.
1: I didn't have a chance to... Were the MPs as banal as they were last time, and Do you know unable I... to actually give a proper, coherent, or indeed even inspiring rhetorical moment?
0: I'm. I have. I have no use to you. I tuned in after the fact. I just saw the post-vote bit. I was uh, otherwise distracted and tuned in too late.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only bit in the week, in, the, in this last week and day before, was when your MP. Was hoisted by his own petard, where he suddenly got all angry at the speaker for not allowing the useless uh, second uh, call for 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 the for the vote on Monday. Uh, at which point, the speaker pointed out that he congratulated him for doing the exact same thing to Theresa May just months earlier. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, it looks like Brexit is now finally happening.
0: Good, good. Shall I point no, it isn't. Quite the opposite is what it looks like, you twerp. No, we're getting on with it, John. But we're not getting on with John, it. It's on hold
1: now. We're getting on. No, that, that's just a bit of theatre. The The MPs will get all scared again and it'll be fine by the end of but today. We're
0: going to have an election, I'm sure of it. Yeah.
1: So, uh, But let's just remind people what, what this amazing bill says, because... All these people say, let's just get on with a get Brexit done. Well, no, get Brexit done means even if this bill were passed, it means let's pause everything with regard to Brexit for for a, a year or so, at which point no deal happens again unless we magically create some new deal. So what this deal does is it says we're pausing everything for a year while we pretend you can make a deal. That's what this deal is, the the so-called transition period to December of next year. That's all it does. Isn't that clever?
0: I'm sure it's fine, Nick, because they're getting on with it at least.
1: Well, uh, and then it doesn't actually say, I've I've read a bit of it, but you read paragraph three and it goes about objectives for the future relationship with the EU. And then it doesn't actually suggest anything other than it must be a very hard Brexit. And that's it. Um, Another weird thing is that it, basically gives a blank check to northern ireland it says that uh, uh it says that there'll be this weird joint committee with the eu which is just set up with a bunch of um, ministers and so on uh, and they just get to decide how much money to give to northern ireland when what to do there's no regulation of it whatsoever isn't it isn't it wonderful
0: it sounds perfect still at
1: least we're taking back control if you if you look at clause one which it says that the European Court of Justice will still have jurisdiction to for the next eight years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, and, you know, the European Commission will still be able to sue the UK with regards to a number of different things, and so it's brilliant, brilliant. Um, of course, we all know about the workers and environment. things, doesn't mention the environment at all, and even if it did, they could just repeal it. But really what's most interesting is, effectively, it says, stop all this nonsense. There's going to be this new joint committee where there are going to be EU and British officials, and they'll get to decide what happens next, uh, including a huge number of regulations and so on, which normally would require an act of parliament. But no, this joint committee will just decide for us. So there's your control. And that's what this wonderful deal is that you've been so excited about, John.
0: I ha- I have been on tenter hooks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, it, it is interesting that the um, the DUP were so naive as to trust Boris Johnson just because he's right wing. Uh, and then he, when he said, "Oh, there frictionless, there'll be no border; you, the Northern Ireland will be treated just like the rest of the United Kingdom," and I was saying, "Oh, well, yeah, you will obviously have to fill in lots of custom forms and paperwork if you want to send anything from Northern Ireland to uh, to to England." But you know, that's that's
0: fine. There you go. Um, Do you know what? No. I'm not sure it's a good idea. Sorry. sorry, uh, I've upset you,
1: haven't I? I mean, what what, what has upset me is that... No, I'll tell you what. There was a moment where it looked like confirmatory referendum might be a thing, and then the Labour Party worked very hard to screw that up, because obviously... Um, Jeremy Corbyn doesn't actually want one. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn's desperation was he was trying at his best to lick Boris Johnson's um, salty backside. Say, like, please, why don't you just give us a, a few more days? We'll be fine. Then we can get your crappy bill through. I want to help you as much as I can, Boris, my old friend. Um, but sadly, Boris was waving his willy about and saying that this arbitrary date chosen by the Europeans, which was the, the, the 31st of October – was suddenly holy now. And because of that, because it's a shibboleth, um, he screwed the opportunity to be licked on the bottom by Jeremy Corbyn.
0: Well, I have a question for you. Go on then. Why don't you just go back to where you came from, if you don't like Britain so much? Well, maybe
1: I'll have to at some point, (laughs) depending on what new laws are. That's true. Yeah, you could go to Wales.
0: Are you sure? are you sure that you have the papers to remain yeah.
1: <laughs> plaid companies now saying that maybe wales should be independent that would be amusing
0: well obviously it's an attractive uh, chance for their little nationalist tendencies to get priapic same thing in uh, scotland of course well in scot we've agreed before on this very podcast that um if, you know we were ve- we were both uh, against because we're not Nazis, we're not, yes. yes. We're not Nazis, mm-hmm. but when it comes to getting to stay as part of Europe and not be tied to these idiots, then kind of hard to yeah. hold it against their wanting to go. But
1: the problem with the SNP is that they are shapeshifters. They will adapt to any argument as long as it brings them independence. Independence is the axiom and everything else bends to it. So,
0: And yet I don't Sturgeon's done such an atrocious job. Of of campaigning for independence, she's she's really let the uh, she's really dropped the ball. She's
1: a very impressive politician, but that is one area where, uh, but maybe she maybe the ball was 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 coated in lube. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> Alex, Alex Salmon left it coated. Well, in exactly,
1: lube. and I wonder how much she could have done, really, bearing in mind where we are and what happened. I don't know if she has committed any particular error. What error do you think she's committed?
0: But well, she just doesn't seem to have that that the the fire under her belly anymore to fight. for No, it. I
1: think she's she she's still as obsessed as the rest of them are. I just think that she's playing a longer game now because she knows that she has to be very careful because she. I, I think she's realised that despite everything, she now has an opportunity to rerun this. Remember, once in a lifetime, uh, once in a generation, it'll never happen again. Blah blah blah. Now she's realizing well, it's
0: just something that Salmon said to try to w- get people to vote. It wasn't an actual policy or a commitment. But they, I think they
1: did believe that it would be decades before they could do it again. And now I think she's realizing it's not. So she's playing a very careful hand. She can't be too boisterous about it because it will um, cause an immune reaction. You know, she's subtly putting it in there. She's make, She's tying it to Brexit very cleverly and so on. And Brexit, I I Brexit's given her an opportunity to run it again. Well done, her. I think you're wrong. I think she's playing it very well.
0: Uh, well I didn't know you had the hots for her. I just think that
1: you're misogynistic. Do you? Mm, yeah.
0: Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Like,
1: like Hillary Clinton is. Have you heard her attacks on Tulsi Gabbard recently?
0: I have not. I don't know who Tulsi Gabbard is, though. Tulsi
1: Gabbard is one of the... Um, is 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 one of the democratic uh, de- uh, candidates for presidency, and she is she's actually the uh, congresswoman for Hawaii. She is,
0: oh, I need to bring up a bit because I know what they look. She like, is
1: she is, she is what they disastrously call a woman of color. I think of, of of Indian extraction. She was she she's she's about the same amount of leftness as Bernie is. Uh, she's against the right. wars and so on. But she did, after 9-11, join the military because she was, you know, she wanted to get rid of the terrorism and so on. And she's now, uh, uh, an, uh, I believe she is a, a medic and she's is in, on active call-up duty or something in, in the in the reserves or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so the problem for the Democratic Party is that she is uh, kind of decorated army lady, but she's also left-wing and anti-war. And the most the most naughty thing that she did was during the last election when the democratic corruption came out with Debbie Wasserman Schultz uh, uh, stabbing Bernie Sanders in the back, um, she resigned from a particular DNC committee she was on and came out for Bernie Sanders and spoke out against the corruption. And, of course, since then she's been an enemy of Hillary Clinton so um hillary clinton uh, and and the thing about this woman is that she had met with Assad and she'd been to Russia or something, and you know part of meeting with Assad was just to see you know what was going on and 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 you know perhaps naively to see whether she could do it understand what was going on with peace or whatever and I do believe it was genuine, but of course what. Hillary Clinton said last week was that she was a Russian asset and an Assad apologist, and she was basically a traitor. And she said this on uh, on a on a podcast. And um, let me just get the exact response that <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard gave to because I don't want to misquote. Her. Sorry for my manual manual typewriter um, uh-huh. uh, that you that you heard on it. Let me just get her a response. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Clinton's, uh, and then Clinton or said it was Russian grooming, Russia was grooming her. And also Jill Stein, who, of course, was the Green uh, Party lady last time. She's not even in politics anymore. I think Jill Stein was, yeah. there was a photograph of her in Russia once, so of course, you know. BOTS and other ways of supporting us so far. Sir so Gabbard responded saying, Thank you, Hillary Clinton. You, you, the queen of warmongers, embodiment of corruption and personification of the rot that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long, have finally come out from behind the curtain. From the day I announced my candidacy, there has been a concerted campaign to destroy my reputation. We wondered who was behind it and why. Now we know. It was always you through your proxies and powerful allies and the corporate media and war machine, afraid of the threat I pose. It's now clear that this primary is between you and me. Don't cowardly hide behind your proxies. Join the race directly. So what I quite like is that um, she she didn't exactly pull her punches, did she? No, So, uh, and I think the, what's interesting is, I mean, at the moment she's too young and she's only polling 2% amongst the Democrats or whatever, Hmm. but I think she may well be a president one day. So I want everybody, Hmm. I want the one listener to remember that they've probably heard the name Tulsi Gabbard here for the first time.
0: But Hillary Clinton is the lady who's who's who helped us get Mr. Trump in power, so we've got to say thank you for that.
1: And I think people might think that you're being hyperbolic, or you're just saying because she was no No, because she was so bad. But it wasn't just because she was so bad; it wasn't just because of that. She wanted him to run against her, and indeed, she, when she met him socially, she asked for it. It was called the Pied Piper strategy because she believed that if he could be persuaded to run. He would be a very easy person to knock out in the debates and so on. She, the, 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 Look up the Pied Piper strategy. The Democrats actively pursued a Trump candidacy and they got what they wished for, sadly for them.
0: Well, there you go. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, do you think? Seems
0: so apposite for a fairy tale. Uh,
1: uh, uh, outp- oh, uh, and you know, also, uh, things that are annoying me about the US at the moment this this whole thing about uh, you, have you heard about Hunter Biden and Ukraine well of course okay. yes um of all the things to try and impeach Trump for it's the thing where he is saying this this, this little i was going to use almost a swear word this little uh, naughty person Hunter <clears> Biden who uh, who uh, whose dad got the prosecutor who was looking into a company against him fired in order to give billions of aid to Ukraine, uh, suddenly then, get, you know, has got a $50,000 per month job in a Ukrainian energy company, even though the guy knows nothing about Ukraine or energy. And yes, that's outright corruption. And if you look at other stories about Hunter Biden and how he was, uh, you know, his drug convictions and so on, if he if he were a, a, a young black man, he'd either be dead or in prison by now. Um, and so, you know, however, whatever the niceties of clumsy Trump going on and saying, I want him investigated, what's going on with all this corruption? Yes, there was corruption, and it needed to be answered. And this is a very stupid thing for the Democrats to then use impeachment processes on. It's the same thing with the with Russiagate, which ended up collapsing for them. You know, what happened with Russiagate was that they, whoever revealed those... Um, those emails from from the Democrats, um, they were very embarrassing emails. They proved that, for example, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was acting against uh, was acting possibly illegal and certainly against the rules of the Democratic Party in screwing the primaries against uh, Bernie. So uh, they 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 rather cleverly then said, ignore the miscreancies that have been revealed in this journalism. Let's attack the people who have. Who have uh, revealed this stuff? Uh, whether it's um, Assange, whom of course one doesn't like, or or the so called Russians, who now been that whole thing's now been completely debunked uh, with after the the fall of the Russia Gate inquiry and so on. Um, actually, when you look at technically, it looks like it was an inside job because the the way the files were copied over, it was too fast for an internet transmission. I believe it was put on a pen drive or something and taken off the. The servers directly by somebody within the DNC. So
0: yeah, you sound like a conspiracy theorist.
1: I, I no, no, John. The the conspiracy is that big, big naughty Russians bought Facebook advertising, and that's what lost Hillary Clinton the election. That's the conspiracy, and that conspiracy had been debunked by by the by the massive number of uh, documents that have been analysed and discussed over three very boring years. And it, it just shows you—it's a bit like what the Tories did 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 when they didn't took so long to learn from Blair. What the Democrats should have done is said, "What the hell have we done that we allowed somebody like Trump to win? What's wrong with us?" Instead of that,
0: yes, yeah, of Instead course, of yes. that,
1: oh, it's the Russians, it's Bernie Sanders, it's Jill Stein, it's the it, it's YouTube, it's the this, it's the no, no, look at yourselves. But no, of course they wouldn't, and that's how you know that the party was in severe trouble. And because of that, I'm not sure that uh, Trump will lose the next election. You know, John. Assuming he survives.
0: Well, I have no, I have no confidence that he won't because it fits the current narrative. Everything is stupid, right? Also, now.
1: Biden is a terrible, terrible candidate. He's, you can see that his mind is yeah, failing. Well, why?
0: Why is he? What's going on? I do not understand this. Well, it... What is America thinking? Why Democrat? Who is voting for this guy? It's his turn, John. Why is he so blooming popular? He's eight thousand years old. And he's a weird, creepy old granddad. He's 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 had, he's had clearly corrupt. not in control of his faculty. And, he, and
1: he's corrupt, and his family is corrupt. Uh, that's just on the record, but nobody cares well, about. Well,
0: they're all co- we're all corrupt, Nick, on some level. You know, i have certainly given Toby jobs based <laughs> on uh,
1: you, you. You became a governor of the school, and you threatened to fire uh, fire the head teacher unless Toby was given a a's for all his baby tests
0: yes that's right a lot of a lot of a grades handed out in a reception and then
1: when and, and then when they uh, when, when another governor reported this to the local press you had the governor arrested for being a putin puppet
0: he not so much arrested he's gone missing
1: yes. he's possibly on an extended holiday somewhere
0: yes possibly yes <laughs> Um, I mean, you're I right. Think, although it, Biden is the thing terrible with Biden and his son's corrupt jobs is that it's quite funny how Trump you know has done exactly the same for his children. Of course, but that's the problem, you know, as we've always said you expect
1: that from him. You expect that yeah. from that's why we're so annoyed with the with the left. Mm-hmm. You know, with the right that come with the right that that comes as built in. It's it's part of the package. We didn't order that with yeah. our with our plate of, of left, did we? <laughs> You know The whole point of orderings left is we didn't want the, 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 those extra ingredients, and yet we seem to be giving them being given them with alacrity, and then we're attacked when we complain about those ingredients that we, we're, we're, we're stooges.
0: This is, so what think you of Elizabeth Warren? Oh she's, a,
1: she's another shapeshifter. she basically if you look at her in the '90s, she was a Republican. Then she realised that she would do better as a Democrat. She then pretended to, well, of course, she pretended to be a Native American. That didn't work out so well for her, but it did get, <laughs> but it did get her a lot of uh, advantages in Harvard and so on. Who called her the first woman of colour in this particular program? Blah blah blah. Uh, Is that true? And then and, me. and and and, uh, and now she pretends to be Bernie Sanders in a frock. Although when you when you listen to other people who discuss about her on a and they say, don't worry. She she knows where her bread's buttered. There'll be no Medicare for all, et cetera, et cetera. So she's a play actor who, uh, at least she's a skilled politician in that regard. But again, she's not properly likable. I don't know if you watched that horrible video where she pretended to have a beer with her husband.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that, no.
1: It, it, just look that up, say Elizabeth Warren, beer. And uh, and you'll see her, the problem with her. It's another uh, an, another person who's not going to shine well on the rust belt.
0: I also saw that she um, she she at the LGBT um, town call LBG, LGBTQ
1: promised, plus please.
0: She uh, promised uh, an eleven year old that she'd run her policies by. <laughs> <laughs>
1: them? Again, she's just shallow. She she she'll say anything. But, you know, this is the woman who had uh, she 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 helped to bring through quite a bit of nasty legislation and so on. So she's she uh, and again, let's look behind the rhetoric. Oh, I, I, she Donald Trump's a madman. He shouldn't be let loose on the military. Okay, then Elizabeth, why did you vote for an eighty billion dollar per year increase? In the med in the in the military budget that that Trump put forward, why did you vote for a madman to have eighty billion dollars more to play with in the military? Then, so again, it does hmm. it, it. None of this stuff it actually bears scrutiny when you go beyond the theatrical.
0: But who will win, her or Biden? I think the Democratic Party
1: was hoping it would be Biden because you know he's utterly dependable uh for what the donors need um but i think they're now realizing that he may be dead or completely senile or
0: well it just is he so much of a liability that he will say just he's well i mean he's he's already said stuff that i would have thought would have just destroyed his chances and yet yes we, we, now we're on the other side of the no, looking but, glass. But, but I guess you see what, what he, he's appealing to the left, the left wing version of Trump. Yeah, but it's not that left wing. I mean, if you actually
1: look at him, he's he's had he's he's never been the sharpest of tools, and there was always oh oh Uncle Joe and his gaffs, you know, over the years, yeah. a, a bit a bit like he used to have with Dan Quayle, just a, a, a thick bloke who corrupted his way up and is now one of the uh, one of the cogs and. So he basically used get, had that reputation, and that was just baked into his reputation. Oh, funny old joke, you know, and he ma- making up stories which later were found out to be untrue. He even once plagiarized a whole Neil Kinnock speech. <laughs> Look that up. Look that up. That was yeah. <laughs> Of all the sources. Yeah, no, look that up. <laughs> he's a fascinating character. So, you know, he's, he's, he's a mediocre man over the years, but he always had the, oh, I'm just a bit of gaff. It just makes me more authentic. But now those gaffes are being, are, are not simply gaffes. Uh, they're actually being revealed as basically there's some sort of dementia going on there. And if you hear him talk, the fact that yeah, you can yeah. remember yeah. Obama's name and called him President, my boss, and so on, We, we this is it's gone beyond that now. And you can't get away with that at the beginning of a presidency. You can get away with it halfway through a presidency as happened with Reagan, but you can't get away with it at the beginning.
0: And so I feel like it's absolutely inevitable that at some point on the campaign trail, he's going to use the N word. (laughs) Yes.
1: He almost already did. He had a very weird Mm -hmm. rambling story. Uh, What was that? I've forgotten then about this guy that he'd met who was causing trouble when he was working somewhere and he, a, a, a black guy, and the and then he and then he he, he calmed him down, and that proves that all blacks are, are in here with you. <laughs> Do you remember that story? It was very
0: weird. Um, I also remember when he was t- saying that you should read bedtime stories to black children to stop them <laughs> to, on a, doing something. I can't remember what it was. Just frightening.
1: Yes, and you uh, and, and also he said uh, his his quote that uh, what was that quote that he said? Um, Something about uh, what was it he said? Uh, I don't know. No, Nick. Of course, there was a particular quote. It was one of his recent guests where, where he said that it, I don't want to misquote him, but they were, they were talk, talking about how um, you know talk about poor people need to be up. And sometimes, sometimes black people can even do as well as whites in tests or something like that. But it was you know with, with about kids. Oh yeah, I can't remember the exact context, but it, it was highly unfortunate because he he basically used. The term you know, he'd been thinking about: poor, disadvantaged, stupid, uh, damaged children. And he just then used the word "black" by mistake. Yep. So you can always yep. remember what he was, uh, understand what he was talking about. I mean, it's it's terrible. He's a terrible. Here it
0: t- is. It's, it was. I found the quote. He said, uh, "Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids." <laughs> <sighs> You see,
1: anybody else really couldn't get away with that. I think
0: I will surely end. It should. It should end a career. Things don't end anymore. No, I know. If you turn around, if you turn around and squint really hard, you can just see the looking glass in the distance that we went through. Yeah, what? What do you think it means? It means that uh modernism was a terrible idea that's what it means (laughs) we should all go back to the pre-enlightenment um
1: i mean you must remember that when they had the subject of slavery and reparations at the debate um he did say that this could be solved if black parents made sure that they had the record player on at night he did say that he said that i'm not making
0: I know he nearly said phonograph too. He stopped yeah. himself halfway through the word phonograph. Brilliant! This is—I don't think even he's old enough for that, is he? This is the Thomas Edison is standing to be. This
1: is and this is apparently the the best man out of the whole of the yep. United States of America that, the, that yep. the Republicans could find out.
0: The Democrats, but yes, the Republicans would make more sense at this point. Yeah. So who's got a better chance of beating Mr. Trump, Warren or Biden?
1: That's an interesting question.
0: It is. Thank you for noticing. I think. Oh, I don't know. It's it's
1: multi. It's a multi question because the problem with Biden is the problems we've discussed. He's not an exciting candidate. Mm. Um, Nobody will actively want to vote for him. And I don't even think he's drawing a lot of money at the moment.
0: But he is mad and white.
1: Uh, so he will... Yes, and and he will, uh, he has the slight connection with Obama, although notice Obama has not endorsed him yet.
0: Oh, really? Mm. Interesting.
1: Um, so I don't know. And and the thing with Warren is that she is probably a better campaigner, but she is a woman, so um, misogynists won't vote for her. And the parts or sh- parts of the democratic party will be suspicious of her for two paradoxical reasons for the right they will consider that her recent left pandering makes her dangerous and for the left mm-hmm. they'll realize that her recent left pandering is just pandering and they'll look at her on her record and her republican past so yeah interesting
0: I instinctively think Biden has the better chance of winning mm. because he's not a woman you think that me- and, you think um, that will make a difference America is a lit Americans especially Republican Americans are quite scared of vaginas you think so well they do bite that is true so oh that's my concern is Elizabeth Warren's munchy vagina I think I might have got a title for this week so- <laughs>
1: Oh yes, I remember the the name now of Biden's story about the the, the 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 weird the weird black guy who proved that he could control them. Corn pop. He had this he had this weird rambling anecdote about this guy called Corn Pop. So look that up. Corn Pop was this black guy a bad dude who ran a bunch of bad boys and uh <laughs> a, a, and joe talked him down and then they lived happily ever after
0: well that's good
1: yes and it was on a diving board or something where where where, where uh where he was war- working as a sec- he was working as a security guard as a young man or something and,
0: and then he looked up and he was in his school, but he was completely <laughs> naked. Apparently
1: Corn Pop was on the diving board and was wasn't was misbehaving. And then he told Corn Pop to come off the board. And he said, oh, I'll drag you off.
0: Yeah. Corn Pop sounds like such a 1920s Deep South racism yeah. thing, doesn't it? And
1: apparently he was waiting there with some razors or something. And then he walked yeah. out with a chain to his car and he said apologize and then eventually they backed off or something
0: i don't know um and it's in, and to this very day they're best friends apparently
1: that whole tale had been told by some NAACP guy about 20 years before <laughs> <laughs> this man i also I mean, apparently he he was told a story about how he would pinned a, a, a silver star award on some afghan um veteran well he was vice president. And there was some sad uh, and poignant notion of that. And then and they looked in the record and found, no, he'd never been at that ceremony and it had never happened. And these are all just so do you think... things in the last couple of months. So this man is, should in, in a normal world, he'd be utterly unelectable.
0: Do you think he thinks these things are true? Yes,
1: That's more concerning. I do. I actually do think he thinks these things are true. Don't you?
0: Well, it does seem that yeah. way. So, also, you've got to count in the SNL factor. SNL have got Woody Harrelson playing uh, Biden. Do they?
1: But I worry they'll be too nice. They'll just make him seem like a a well-meaning, bumbling guy who has his heart in the right place. I don't believe that Biden... They are so
0: far, but they're being way nicer to Warren. Uh, Kate McKinnon's Elizabeth Warren is is way nicer. Well, of course, you have to be because it's a lady. That's the other side of the teeth,
1: you know. yeah. One side's scared of the teeth, the other side's putting lipstick on.
0: Lipstick on the vagina.
1: Yeah, on the labia. <laughs> Majora, I presume.
0: Yes, I. you're correct. I'm misusing the word vagina, and I apologise to all all vaginas. Do you mean the vagina or the vulva? What are you talking about? Exactly. What, what a disgraceful uh, feminist I am. Sorry,
1: I beg your pardon. What does a vagina have to do with women or femme?
0: Oh, well, let's not go down there. Come <laughs> let's not go down <laughs> Let's not go down on that No we can't I don't wish to be killed so I shan't Go down there
1: I'm just saying you need to be more careful these days John
0: We don't use language like this On the daddy radio No we don't use language like this on the daddy radio
1: I wonder when Toby's going to start listening to the daddy radio Hopefully never Has he uh, ever Does he know that you, you have a whole archive Of your voice No Will he
0: but I don't think he could care less if I if he did know. Give me some charming anecdote about
1: him. You tried the other day where he said something about chocolate. Go on. He said something about chocolate. He, um, chocolate comes he... to rescue or whatever.
0: It was olive, olive oil. Olive same thing. Which makes it a far better story. Yeah, go on then. You know you're bursting. It's, no, that bit's... I don't know that bit's not as good. I like the bit... I said this on Twitter, but when he just... He's just started doling out advice of late. Like... And it's just mad advice and it's great. So we were driving away from Granny's house and he, you know, the kind of window down, wave goodbye to Granny mm-hmm. moment. And he just declared, remember, if you have a pet, you have to eat it. As the car drove off, see, see that's a, that's objectively well, funny. At least he's,
1: he's giving advice because my, my, my uh, nephew, Freddie, who has just, just turned two, uh, he can bear, you know, being a boy. He can barely talk, but he's starting to put words and sentences together now.
0: Excuse me, Toby was no, fluent he wasn't. He's Starting to put
1: words and sentences. <laughs> well, he what was words and sentences together, <laughs> and um, and one of the things he liked, So, so we were at my parents, and Judy was kind of standing up and declaiming something or other, and then uh, Freddie shouted, "I said, Judy, sit down." And so Judy sat down. It was kind of smirking, and she says. Judy, stop laughing, it's not funny. And then and then to his sister, apparently he's constantly saying, 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 Jessica, be quiet. Jessica, get down from there. It's dangerous. Jessica, be careful. And things like that. Almost <laughs> oh, like he's parroting <laughs> what he hears. So I just like the
0: like a literal parrot. I do like the
1: idea of a, 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 a two-year-old who's basically become <laughs> the the anxious parent ordering things in.
0: a health and safety
1: officer of the but house. he also now considers everything his so like for example somebody tried to go to the uh, to the to the toilet again in my parents house and he said that's my my toilet and didn't want anybody else to go there and uh, and it was also like, when though. he went to the, apparently went to the airport the other day it was his taxi and so on so he actually has full ownership of almost every atom in the universe
0: so where do you go to the toilet now? I
1: don't because it's all Freddie's toilets. So I just hold it in it. Because
0: you've only got the one toilet in your house. Haven't and you?
1: my well, that was in my parents' house, and they also only have one.
0: Oh, I see. So you're still okay. I'm at home. okay at home
1: because he hasn't he, he hasn't visited since his acquisitive state. Because I think if he visited now, it would then become his house and his toilet, and then I just have to allow my or oh, sorry, his kidney to burst. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: So I assume your parents, your dad being a judge, I assume your parents have a, have a mansion with ma- many toilets. So no, just about.
1: one toilet. What? Got a separate... What kind of judge only has one toilet? It's got a separate bathroom, but the toilet on the mezzanine area is the only toilet place because my mother never wanted to have a toilet installed in the bathroom as well, because I don't think she liked the idea of that.
0: <laughs> she doesn't want... It is. I suppose it is interesting that we poo where we wash. That's an odd... Our,
1: I've told you before our toilet has a built-in little spray little spray and 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 a hot air fan now
0: have you done up your whole bathroom yes but the oh that's good but I the most exciting thing
1: is the toilet which uh, cleans things out nicely and then and then has a nice little warm air to to, to
0: but does it okay? So hand dries don't work. So does the toilet? Do you just walk away? Do you have a drippy body when you walk away from no, the toilet? No, it actually
1: works quite well. You can adjust the temperature. So I think the reason why is if you think about it, you're you you're sealing, you're making a seal so that the the hot air has a chance to circulate properly. It's not just blowing into a room because your your bottom sure. is down on the on on the toilet seat, and you know the the air gets to be directed. I mean, you would still you you'd still use. Uh, paper but you can you can get away with one sheet very easily and be spotless and dry
0: now i've known you in victoria for 23 years No, that's
1: not right about 12
0: years yeah i know it's Mm -hmm. not it's not right but it's still true and if you're telling me that you've got a toilet that can have different temperature settings Mm -hmm. i very strongly believe that you have very different opinions on what that temperature should be of course yes I'm sure about that. <laughs> so are you constantly setting fire to Victoria's? Oh bottom? no, because
1: every time you switch it on, it's very easy to control. So I think we're just the slide oh. is going up and down <laughs> as appropriate. You can also have different temperature of water. So you know, if you want the squirty up your bottom to be to be a, a little bit more bracing, you can. But also, it it can oscillate. <laughs> but there's a front spray and a back spray. I don't need the front spray because I identify as has not needing you have clean testicles although yeah if you do use the front spray you are going to have to use toilet paper to dry out those ones because you know the fan is probably not going to be enough at that point (laughs) i mean what i would what you also but it can also oscillate it can go backwards and forwards you just sit there and it you know the spray moves backwards and forwards and does its job Um, in all seriousness apparently these things are a lifesaver for people who have um piles and things like that where apparently even touching it with toilet paper is a bit like setting off a nuclear war on your on your wings
0: oh, you used to have piles there's also the absolute there's that wonderful bit i think it's deadpool 2 where the two i think two cops have a conversation in a car mm-hmm. about how it said if you got a bit of poo mm-hmm. on your face mm-hmm. You would be scrubbing at it with soaps and oils and yeah. cloths and hot water. But when it's on your bottom, you just wipe it with a dry piece of paper and walk away. And
1: yeah, I've heard that a number of times from a number of different sources. And you don't realise how that, how true that is until you actually have a proper yeah. scrubber down there. Yes, I agree. It it becomes very difficult to use other toilets.
0: Well, I was going to say, you must have the occasion to poo away from home. One tries, one's best not to. As we know. Well, of course, as we know the- I have... I have an update on that very subject. Great! Um, I'm so glad I reminded myself. So long, the long-term listener to Rum Doings will remember our discussion long time ago, in which about lovely, about calm
1: Uncle Pooh and horrible little nephew Wee.
0: Yes, that's right, and it was a rip off of a comedy routine from a 90s comedian who I since rediscovered, um, and tragically is still doing the same. Brilliant. Please don't give that comedian
1: any credit because they don't deserve it.
0: I can't remember his name anyway. So it's switched around for me. Mm -hmm. I have got incredibly patient wee-wee and very badly behaved poo-poo. That's interesting. But I I wonder, uh, is it very patient wee wee or just that you put up with the whining a lot more than you used to no i've got to a point where i need a wee right now but luckily i can see that we're nearly finished so that's okay but oftentimes i'll need a wee but i'll be in the middle of a thing like i've got to go get toby from school and then i've got to take him to this one place, and a a whole chain of events have to occur and then at the end of it i go oh yeah i needed that wee didn't i I? have had that yeah i I have had that as well but it's
1: more that i just i think it's just that we become more zen about and we put up with the whining that's all
0: it is. But my poos are not willing to go away and wait anymore. Really. really, It's got to the point. So as you, idea, yes. my poos want to come out at mm-hmm. home. If I go away for a weekend, I can do no poos until I'm home again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because they just want... To, not because I'm choosing not to. Not because I i don't mind pooing anywhere. I'll, I'll happily poo in the street. Mm-hmm. But uh, my bottom has other thoughts. And um, it's got to the point where if I'm in town... Mm-hmm. And I'm walking home, my bossman goes, Oh, oh, we're nearly home. Hooray! And then it gets overexcited. And then getting home is quite an ordeal. That's very bad. I know. It's, I've got IBS and I think it's probably to do with that. Mm,
1: I think it is. You need to get rid of um, it. I made
0: it. I make it. I make it, but sometimes I have to like do that thing where I just slough my coat and bag and off at the at the bottom of the stairs and leave a trail of clothing and items IBS And as I race for IBS the toilet. IBS means
1: that some, something you're eating that's making it into your bowel is causing an autoimmune inflammatory reaction.
0: Is it? Yeah, that's what uh, it means. Could it be butterflies? No, that's what
1: it means. Now, let's put it this way. Meat doesn't make it down to your bowel because, of course, it's converted into the amino acids and fat slurry in your stomach before it makes it into the lower intestine, so it has to be something vegetative so maybe stop eating all your cabbages and your spinaches and you won't have ibs have you thought of that
0: are you telling me to stop eating my vegetables try try what kind of grandmother are you try for a
1: couple um, it's all seriousness try for a couple of weeks and then tell me what happens to your ibs i i would put a bet on your bottom
0: I'd like it, The problem is my bottom is very unscientific because <laughs> I will go through a month or two of this and then I'll go through two or three months of just having perfectly perfect normal how, and pleasant. Also, movements. how can we
1: blind your bottom?
0: Exactly. Mm. So because it's erratic in, and I don't change my diet and it just completely changes its ways for months at a time. All, just get rid of it. So him. unfortunately, very unscientific. Michael wow. Heskenside
1: thinks that <laughs> Boris Johnson won't win an election. I think he's wrong. I think people love him.
0: He's very wrong. Boris Johnson will win a majority and everything will become so much worse. I mean, we always talk about That's it. a fact. Before we go... Yes. Go on then. Did you listen to the Chris Morris podcast? I couldn't, I'm
1: afraid. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I didn't think you I would. I couldn't. I tried, but I, I tried to press play and my finger hovered and then my finger started crying <laughs>
0: and then I had to stop. It's... it's, it's if I, they had happened <clears throat> 20 years ago... Mm-hmm. Well which of course I mean five years ago when Brass I aired. Um it would have it would have been utterly heartbreaking. Yeah. But since Chris Morris hasn't been any good for Mm twenty years, it's quite interesting just to hear him chat. And it's also interesting to realise that he was younger than we are now when he made brass. Oh yeah, of
1: course. But I mean do
0: you do that's
1: weird. Would I be very sad listening to this podcast?
0: No, it's not. I thought it would I think the second one more than the first one. The first one. So okay, so he... what happened was Buxton recorded two podcasts with him because he forgot to record He's the first such one. An idiot. But then he had a backup recording of the of the first one and released it second. So the second one is the first one, and the first one is the second one. So this, the first one in order mm-hmm. of release. Mm-hmm. It's is fine, it's good, it's interesting, it's him chatting It's actually really nice hearing him talk about the Bristol radio days And he talks quite gamely about all these rumours and myths about right. him Like, he tells the truth about the Helium studio Good, because that. that was nonsense Which, as he points out, obviously isn't Because, possible. you know, people didn't die <laughs> Yeah, exactly Also, the idea of filling that much space with Helium yeah, is... Yeah. Uh, most is of the world's amazing. Helium reserves <laughs> Yes, and the second mm-hmm. one... In release of order is I'm only I've only about a third of the way into that mm-hmm. one, but it is a bit more depressing because it's the two of them wondering whether their mobile phones are affecting their the microwaves oh, from their phones are affecting God. their brains. I know. So Buxton is obviously much more gullible yeah. for this, but and Morris is saying, well, you know, well, because obvious, and he makes some sensible arguments about how these things tend to be psychosomatic and so on, but he's not as absolute as you would hope. The tin foil hat you sent me was oddly prescient. That's why I thought you'd listened. Yeah, no, I just thought it would be. That's sad. Oh well, these these old men are old men. That's it. He is in his, he's, in 50s. he's in his he's in his fifties. How old is Chris Morris now? How old is? Oh no! i pulled my headphones out. It's all gone oh, wrong. He ah, was, he was
1: born oh, in he was you. born in nineteen sixty two. Do you know what I can't what?
0: do? Work out a date a date of birth to an 57. age i'm so no, bad what you do is it. you get
1: you get to the nearest 10 age of so so you would you'd say okay well in in 2012 he would have been 50 and how many years
0: but that's my point i get all confused about whether it's 50 or 60 i'm really bad uh, at yeah it.
1: no that that is yeah, a problem
0: it is a problem. Well, I'm better at mental arithmetic than you, but not yeah. when it comes to working out people's ages. And yet I am so obsessed with people's ages. Whenever we, Laura and I watch TV together, I'm always on my phone working out how old all the actors <laughs> are and then being surprised by it. And then Laura's not interested. She doesn't care. And it drives me crazy. Laura Laura's only a baby after all. I suppose so. When she gets to 40, then she'll start caring how young or old everyone is. But honestly, it's the most interesting thing in the whole world. Actually... You you usually
1: do as the joke saying "ha," I say "ha ha," you call you. We haven't recorded for the last few weeks because it's your fault, and you go "ha ha." No, it's actually your fault. But this time, it, I think it was actually Laura's fault, if you remember. Yes, now,
0: it was. You Laura's said that fault. you would
1: outline the the kind of passive aggressive, not shouting in front of the child argument that was had uh, as a as a as a, a version uh, as an example of the art, so that all our listeners can understand what they can do once they get married and have a child.
0: It was the Sainsbury's
1: Delivery. Yes, it sounds like an ominous um, chapter title, the Sainsbury's Delivery. It
0: does, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, uh, Laura, normally it arrives on a Tuesday morning between 7 and 8 a.m. Right. But Laura couldn't get that time slot. Mm-hmm. Did she tell you? So unbeknownst, unbeknownst, no, unbeknownst to me, she decided, well, John can deal with it between 9 and 10. Because he's, he's just dull, instead. scum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there I was pl- planning to, uh, I had. To, I was taking Toby to school that morning. Uh-huh. Um, and that means getting back by nine is going to be a push anyway. Because uh-huh. um, it's a 20 minute walk.
1: And we had agreed by binding contract that uh, we
0: would record. And we'd record, agreed that we would record. Um, and also I had... She hadn't asked me, do you have any work? Do you have a Skype meeting? Do you have stuff? That you, do you have any deadlines? None of these guys just assumed that I would do right. it. Which I found very offensive. Correct. I find it offensive because it's just rude not to bother to check. Mm-hmm. But also because it, it implies... That you married the wrong person. I, yeah. Well, I know that I'm just doll. You skull. are. Um, and I'm not on the doll, so I'm not even doll. Yes. Skull. Um... But I just, oh, it just affected and so. But Toby sat there having his breakfast. I said, um, "Laura, I really would have, you know, it would do." But I, I just assumed, it. yes. But the problem is that you assumed, uh-huh. but, but you can't. You do it. Well, I was actually planning to go and get a coffee after I dropped Toby off and get some. I didn't know that you were going to get a coffee. Yes, that's the point is that you didn't know I was going to do that. The fact that you don't know, and you also don't know if Nick and I had arranged to record rumdoings. Have you recorded arranged to record rumdoings? Well I can't get a straight answer out of Nick, so I don't know. Well if you can't remember, and this is how it, how it went on. But it was all very very congenial and, and yes. chatty. Like Toby's fools <laughs> by that. <laughs>
1: It, it, it's it, it's it's funny. I mean they, they do notice that. Like Victoria and I were having an argument when Jessica, my niece, was here and she said, My mummy and daddy do that too. <laughs> Which you would never guess, yeah.
0: I wanted I wanted to ask you one more thing before we go. Um now Laura's leaving one sheet of toilet paper on the roll so she f- doesn't need to change it. <laughs> That's just cheating. Right. Yeah that she did this again this morning when I went for my poo this morning. Well, what that?
1: No, <laughs> no, that? No, no. She does this. Regularly. I, I, have, I can, I can, I can short circuit this whole narrative. Why don't you have the backup role already there?
0: The the backup rolls already there. Although she's decided to put them out of reach for someone sat on a toilet. Mm, and you don't. They're now on top of the bathroom. You see, cabinet. for me,
1: that would be less problematic because I could say, uh-oh, emergency set up, set the spray on hard. Have the have the dryer on but I, I have no,
0: I have no such mm. luxury. Um, or you can set the spray so high that it pushes you up into the air to reach the toilet roll. Well,
1: basically, it, it, the the toilet seat has a has a sensor on it, so if you're, so you have to be sitting down for it to work. However, um, if you hack that by pushing with your hand uh, just to see how it works, the actual spray hits the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Anyway, but the question I have to ask, and she, by the way, she did this the other day when there were no other rolls left in the bathroom, and left just that one piece. No, but that's actually so she wouldn't need to be the one who.
1: That's one of the rare thing, and not 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 a lot of people know that. But that's one of the rare crimes that still is technically a capital offence.
0: Well, this is what I was going to ask you. Obviously, it's complete grounds for a divorce. I would get everything; she would get nothing. There's no question about that. But is it a criminal act? That's what I no, want yes, what I, mean. I mean she, she, she could. Uh, it could be a Henry VIII moment. She could have her head cut off.
1: I mean, it's very serious. That is, that is splendid. You can tell that. I mean, she's lucky she got away with it because you, you didn't report it to the police.
0: She has yet to get away with it. It happened this morning after. So she you could still report it to the police. Yes, I'm gonna. I'll be on the phone as soon as this conversation is completed. Well, okay, there you go. <laughs> there we go.
1: Excellent. Tommy. I don't know what you're going to tell Toby, but that's up to you.
0: I think he'll understand. Oh, think he Toby Mummy did it again. She did the toilet paper thing. Because it happened to him. He was the victim of the single sheet, no paper yeah, in the whole bathroom. That happened. No, no, she did no, it That's child him. abuse. Exactly. So I don't think I'm going to have any trouble convincing no, no. him who to live with after the who? divorce. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Course.
1: Shall we say okay. goodbye? Yes. It's been quite productive. I think we've sorted it all out. Yes, everything is Great. better now. Have fun.
0: Bye.